0: Hey there guys and welcome back to the Travis and Damien podcast episode 9. We will talk about the news and then things we've been doing recently and then we are going to talk about Avengers Endgame. Full spoiler talk with Jimmy Mullen. So, first piece of news is that there was a brand new Star Wars trailer uh, for episode, what is this, 9? Nine? 9, yeah. Yeah, and it is titled The Rise of Skywalker. I mean, I'm, you know, looking forward to it. I'm not like hyped or excited for it, but it looks good
1: yeah i uh, i still haven't watched last jedi because <laughs> <just> <laughs> there was like so much negativity around it so i'm just mm-hmm. like i'll wait and then i just never watched it um yeah. with this it seems like people are either really excited or just like hate it because of uh what's his face uh the emperor's laugh at the end so mm-hmm. you know he he dies in like the main like trilogy and obviously he's in the prequels because you know he, he, that's how he rose to power and stuff like that but yeah, he he was like dead in the original trilogy and now he's just back. So some people are happy because they like his character and some people are just like that doesn't make sense and they're just doing it for like, you know, just to get money and stuff like that. So I don't really know. Uh, I kind of fell off the, the Star Wars wagon. You know, I, I still like Star Wars as like an IP and stuff like that, but the movies themselves have just been super hit or miss. So I, mm-hmm. I'm not that excited for it, but I don't know. If it's good, I'll probably watch it and catch up with uh, The Last Jedi, but we'll see
0: yeah uh i think the last shit i saw on netflix so if you want to waste your time with that
1: yeah or... i probably will to be honest because it's been a long time coming i should just watch it at this point yeah
0: uh personally when i saw it in theaters i liked it you know um i'm not sure if i liked it more than the last or uh, the force awakens, awakens. Yeah. yeah um but i mean you know i'm very casual when it comes to star wars so i can definitely see why some people really hate the the uh the last jedi just because of like there's so many things that they do new in that movie alone and you know it just wasn't talked about before sort of thing but you know i'm just kind of like hey that's cool
1: <laughs> yeah uh, i I should probably watch it but it seems like they're p- pretty much done with star wars after this because like they haven't it hasn't been doing that well <laughs> like i don't think the solo movie made that much and you now this one's just kind of people just want it to be over
2: yeah. so I yeah, think the this,
0: solo movie didn't do well just because of bad marketing. And then on top of that, it was, it came out after the uh, last Jedi. So, and yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I
1: that think, just, that just wasn't good. I, I just think Disney's biggest mistake was trying to make this like a yearly thing. It, it's not like Marvel movies where they're like super different. Like this is just like the same stuff over and over. So having mm-hmm. like a yearly like movie just makes people burn out super fast. Cause you know, with Marvel, you got, like, spy stuff, or you got space stuff, and, like, magic. You know, there's, like, a bunch of different things. So, mm-hmm. I think people get more fatigued with Star Wars than with Sound Like Marvel, so.
0: Also, with the whole thing, like, superhero fatigue, when it comes to that, personally, um, I think, like, some people just, like, skip out on some of the movies, you know? Like, some of, like, the solo movies. I know a lot of people skipped out on, uh, like, Doctor Strange and, like, some of the other solo yeah. movies. Because, you know, it just doesn't appeal to them, which... You know, I am part of that crowd. I did not watch Doctor Strange when it came out in theaters. I have rewatched it more recently. You know, it's still a good film, but it's not, you know, like my go-to Marvel movie. I would, you know, sit down and watch sort of thing.
1: Oh, yeah, I agree with that. So, um, but yeah, there you go. Star Wars <laughs> coming out, I think, like December, because that's what it was yeah. released. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll be very interesting when that comes out.
1: Oh yeah, I can't wait for either people to be extremely mad or sort of happy. So, <laughs> we'll see.
0: Dodging spoilers as
1: well. Yep all right so now we got the first details of the ps5 and this was weird it kind of just tweeted it out right it was just like here's like yeah, what's, what we're doing. it was
0: in here. this uh wired article and then like someone made like a tweet and it kind of just like explained everything within the article yeah but, so
1: basically um it's gonna have an ssd so everything's gonna load mm-hmm. faster uh it has uh 8k support jesus and it has ps4 backwards compatibility which is also like super nice um i mean overall i, I think that's great i think um really reducing the load times by having an SSD in there is, like, super good. Because I think, like, d- like just having faster load times is very nice. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, graphically, I don't even know what else they could do. Like, I think the PS4 like graphically just looks great but you know i don't know i that's i used to say the ps3 i'm like they're never gonna top the ps3 and then like you know ps4 came out so <laughs> i don't know and with 8k support i don't even know what that's gonna look like but i guess it's gonna look amazing so i mean it's, it's the shaping up to look really good and the backwards compatibility is just like dicing on the cake there because i you know i think more consoles should just have backwards compatibility if it's capable of so i'm glad they're going for that approach there
0: yeah definitely um when it comes to like you know graphics and all that stuff i could really care less as long as you know it's a consistent frame rate and everything's running smoothly i'm fine with it yeah um so you know 8k supports that's fine uh to those people that actually want to you know play games in 8k it sounds a little crazy uh and then the ssd faster load times i think In the Wired article itself, they use Spider-Man PS4 as an example. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think they said it like loaded in like less than a second or something like that, like 0.8 seconds or something like that. Um, I can't remember exactly. Yeah. So what took 15 seconds now takes less than 1.1. So (laughs) my bad. I read that wrong. So what took 15 (laughs) seconds before now it takes less than 1.8. So uh, I was quoting it right um so yeah that is very you know fast obviously and that is very very cool that they are also adding backwards compatibility on top of it just because i know that some people feel like you know the ps4 does still have some lifespan on it which i do agree so them bringing out the ps5 within like the next two years i would say you know might be a little fast but i think some people are like hey i'm welcoming a new generation sort of thing so
1: yeah also i feel like um Games like Last of Us 2 or, like, Death Stranding, there might be, mm-hmm. like, a like a double release or something. Like, it might be, like, a PS5 version, a PS4 version, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just, like, it's only on PS4, but it's like, hey, you can play this on PS5, because, you know, whatever. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be interesting to see what they do there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, if they do, like, a double release sort of thing, I'm definitely buying a PS5 just to play The Last of Us 2, by the way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> uh, I mean, basically, it's just, like, a stronger PS4. And, you know, that's about what Sony always does, so... I'm mm-hmm. glad they're, like, going for that trend. And honestly, like like you said, I'm, I don't really care too much about graphics either. I think I'll be more happy if they like, retains that, you know, the graphics from the PS4 and uh, just make it more consistent frame rate, like, just make everything, like, a stable 60 FPS because I feel mm-hmm. like that would be the next big step for consoles, you know? Like, instead of, yeah. like, looking better and better, you could, like, double your frame rate. I feel like I would rather have that, so.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just really weird that um, I feel like Mostly console gamers are like graphic horrors, I would say. Yeah. Um, I know some like PC people that love, you know, like pretty shiny graphics and stuff. But I think for the most part, I might be, you know, a little like, I guess, bias here or something like that. I'm not exactly sure what the word I'm trying to find here is. But I guess I'm just trying to say that I think most people that play console are trying to get pretty pictures and pretty graphics. But for the most part, I think most PC people are like, "Eh, it's kind of whatever sort of thing
1: yeah like I, there are a lot of games that hide it well like you know there's a lot of like ps4 exclusives that are like 30 fps but it doesn't you don't really feel it just because like i guess they hide it really well but you know it will still always look like, better with 60 fps so that's all mm-hmm. i'm saying
0: i'm i'm just waiting for that trend where everyone's just like we want 60 fps not like you know pretty shiny things
1: yeah me too i, I hope that's like the future of the next consoles
0: okay so moving on to the next bit of news uh they released a video for smash ultimate uh pretty much new content approaching they revealed joker and he did come out but on release day the shop was definitely not doing all that great
1: nope it did not uh
0: but i didn't watch this video myself but i know that you know it's just a lot of you know free content that they added on and just them explaining it a lot at the uh, custom stages and other things like that so
1: yeah uh, basically just showed off Joker you know uh, his stage and like all his stuff which is really nice you know just showed all the little details about his character and then the next like I guess the free actual content was uh, the stage builder which actually Mm -hmm. looks a lot better than the previous stage builders because it's like that little big planet like layering thing so you can have like a foreground a background and like the main stage so you can make some cool like art things so that's really cool Mm-hmm. and uh they also do did the um that shared content thing which is basically just meverse, but with smash and you know it's it's cool but it's also kind of a mistake because yeah the cause next thing with yeah. great power
0: comes great responsibility and obviously people did not do things that nintendo expect them to do so pretty much a bunch of people just made a bunch of you know inappropriate sexual stages
2: yeah and nintendo <laughs> ain't
0: having that because we're nintendo here which makes sense i'm not you know uh hitting on Nintendo badly because of it. I'm just kind of like, well, you know, it was going to happen eventually.
1: <laughs> it just kind of just like how did you release this and not have like any moderation like from the get-go? Like like on, on launch day when you go to like hot for like all the new stages and stuff, it was just like 911 <laughs> like sex oh, I'm like no. I'm like how did this even happen? Like <laughs> what? It was just see, baffling, dude.
0: They just made like a uh algorithm it was like all right whichever are the most popular stages it'll be right here and then they were like wait we probably should have monitored this because we gave them so much you know like creative freedom and then it was like oh no we made a mistake so i guess they didn't play test this properly or like you know ask the right people sort of thing yeah so but you know uh, it was fun while it while it lasted for those that actually did this.
1: <laughs> I mean, overall, I, I still think the system was really cool. Um, like you know, like the whole Miiverse thing is cool that like you could download stages and stuff like that. Like it, it is a very cool thing. But you know, obviously, Nintendo being Nintendo has to mess it up and like <laughs> not moderate it. But hopefully, that's <laughs> that's dealt with now. Yeah. All right. So more Nintendo stuff. Uh, apparently, they're not going to be revealing any new hardware in E3, which kind of surprises me. Um, You know, there's been a lot of rumors that there's going to be, like, a Switch Pro or, like, a Switch Lite or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I expected anything like that. But I don't know. I kind of expected, like, them to, like, release a cheaper Switch that, like, maybe doesn't dock or something for, like, more people who don't really care about the dock and only really care about the handheld stuff. So that could Mm -hmm. be their way to, like, replace the 3DS in a way. I kind of expected that. I didn't really expect a a Switch Pro this early, though. But it does surprise me that they're not revealing, like, any hardware at all. So,
0: yeah. So them saying this is not saying that they're not making new hardware. Obviously, they are. It's just that, you know, they aren't revealing it yet. So uh, my theory behind this is that they're still, like, working on it and, like, still trying to, like, make sure that uh, the Switch Pro or the Switch Slim or whatever they're trying to do right now, you know, if it's a Pro system, they're, they're trying to make sure that, you know, it actually is, like, you know, a better Switch sort of thing and make sure that all of the games you know are enhanced in some way whether it be like faster load times or shinier graphics whatever Um, and then if it's like a switch light or slim uh, they're just making sure that it can actually you know be not dogged, but at the same time you know work with like the other multiplayer games as well sort of thing Mm -hmm. you know how like they're going to do like maybe like make the joy cons on the actual switch itself and they can't be you know uh, detached Yes, that's the word I was looking for. Um, and then, you know, like there's like a bunch of other, you know, like fan designs that I've seen. So, you know, they're probably just like working around like their own, you know, sort of bubble and trying to figure out how this is going to work.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's probably yeah. I guess it's more complicated than we're making it out to be mostly to make like a switch. Because the whole point of the switch, right, is to like dock it and stuff like that. But I feel like to make a really cheap version of the Switch to maybe like match, you know, uh, price match with like the 3DS, you know, they kind of have to take out the defining feature of being able to like, you know, switch it. Switch. <laughs> so I, I guess maybe it's more complicated than we're making it out to seem and Nintendo's trying to find a good balance between that. But uh, I don't know. I, st- I still think they're going to do something like that. But I guess we're just going to have to wait and see.
0: Yeah. So definitely going to be interesting within the next year, I would say, in terms of what Nintendo is going to show us yep okay so we got a pretty (laughs) big news here so we've been waiting this for a while and the day finally came we got a sonic 2019 movie trailer and literally the entire internet has seen it and honestly when he's in motion doesn't look that bad but when he stops and like you see him like move around and stuff i'm just like oh god
1: it's weird right because when in that one point of trailer when he's just looking you in the face like when he's running i I didn't think Mm -hmm. it looked that bad but then when he started talking to the cop and like he's like screaming i'm like oh god like it it just looks so weird like i don't know what happened there they look like two different models i don't don't know what happened
0: yeah um and then like the whole so like my biggest thing is that like how does like sonic's fur like you know get removed yeah. Oh, also, yeah. also it's like electrifying or whatever. So that's definitely very weird. Um and then like one point in the trailer with like the rings, they like save some kids or whatever and I'm just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> so and then Yeah. I mean, this trailer as a whole after I finished watching it the first time, I was like, "That just felt like a bunch of random clips from the movie." It didn't really entice me to go out and see it, despite me, you know, I'm still going to go out and see it either way, but you know, it's just a little weird that, you know, it just feels like a bunch of random clips from the movie.
1: Uh, yeah, it felt like that. And it, I don't know, it just feels super generic. It's like every like early 2000s, like animated character comes to the real world type movie. You got like the army and then it's like got that the Sonic doing stuff and it's just like got the guy. You know, he's going to be the main dude throughout the movie with Sonic. I don't know it feels like so super generic and I'm just like, why is this a thing? I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it's not doing good for me. I mean, mm-hmm. again, I didn't expect much from us from this at all, but I kind of expected yeah. something a little better.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that Jim Carrey is going to be, like, the shining, like, thing out of this entire movie. Yeah. Uh, the whole first scene you see with him when he's, like, you know, on that lieutenant or whatever, yeah. that that have just felt like a whole scene from the movie that they just put into the trailer for some reason. But... Um, yeah, I mean, obviously it's definitely going to be very interesting in terms of like how this movie plays out because it just, like you said, feels super generic and Sonic's design is not helping it at all. So the director has, you know, since followed up on Twitter and be like, Hey, we're actually going to change the design. So, um, I don't know exactly if that'll delay the movie. I hope it doesn't because that would definitely hurt it some in some ways I think um, but yeah I just hope that once they come out with the new design um, it doesn't look worse
1: <laughs> yeah that, that would be really bad if they like hey we're gonna change it because people don't like it and then it ends up being worse <laughs> that would be really yeah. bad mm-hmm. um, I just don't know how they could because it's supposed to be coming out like November or something I don't even know when this yeah. is coming out mm-hmm. like I just don't see them like changing that many stuff because then you have to like rig a new model and things like that and do all yeah. the, the whole movie over again so yeah like, all
0: I, of the yeah. uh animation for sonic as well so
1: yeah like i could see them maybe changing his eyes like i feel like that wouldn't be that difficult but like i guess like everything else is just, i don't really see much change happening here but we'll see
0: mm-hmm. honestly they should have just like not have messed with the design <laughs> to begin with but they did they really shouldn't so, have i don't know yeah. why he
1: looks like this but <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: or you know like obviously make tweaks to it but not you know as drastic as they did with the whole blue arms sort of thing, oh yeah, so because like this movie is definitely going to be an introduction to Sonic to some kids, and like they're just gonna draw Sonic with blue arms, and then when they play the games, they're like, "Wait, his arms aren't blue, unless they're playing Sonic Boom, but that's also he doesn't look
1: thing. like he doesn't look like a monstrosity in the other games. So.
0: <laughs> that is also true, so uh I'm just. It's just very interesting that they actually were like, yeah, we've actually, you know, saw on Twitter that you guys were really mad. So it,
1: it wasn't even on Twitter. It was like literally the whole yeah. internet <laughs> was just so mad. So
0: so they were like, oh, wow. um, this like to dislike ratio is not looking all that great. So <laughs>
1: I'm honestly like surprised you even like commented on it. Like I'm like, that's good for them that they say that they're listening to the criticism. But I also feel like it's just way too late. Into the production of this movie, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. Alrighty. So, into more like heated gamer moment news, you got psionics <laughs> has joined Epic Games. So, if you don't know who psionics is, they're the developer of Rocket League. So the um, the major problem a lot of people are having that Rocket League has been on Steam for a pretty long time now, like a few years, and Epic just bought them so what does this mean for rocket league that means it just won't be sold on steam soon like i think they may have follow up like epic just like we don't know yet but i'm pretty sure like their first statement was like it will be not available on steam like past like late 2019 or something like that so basically if you want to buy a rocket league you should buy it on steam now if you want to play it on steam or else it's going to be on uh, the epic launcher so usually uh, with this whole epic stuff, I'm I, will, I always say like people always overreact a little bit because mm-hmm. yeah it sucks to have exclusives and stuff like that you know like, I don't I don't really like it either I don't like having a bunch of launchers but then again it is just a free launcher <laughs> it's not like I'm buying <laughs> a whole new console to like play a game like I don't really care yeah um, and when it comes to like the security that's like every every one that's not steam has really bad security like my ea account like i have the authenticator and my phone goes off all the time like russian hackers try to hack in i'm like <laughs> jesus christ same thing with ubisoft so it's not just like you know epics problems like almost all these companies except steam have like horrible security that's i feel like they should be pointing the finger a lot on like these other people as well but when it comes to like this is like one of my first major concerns with Like, the whole Epic buying things. Because this is a game that's been on Steam for, like, years. And it just straight up just bought out the company. And they're like, okay, you just can't sell on Steam anymore. That feels a little too far. When it's, like, buying games that haven't been out yet, sure. But if it's, like, a game that's already been on Steam, that's a little iffy there. Like, that's kind of hard to defend, you know?
0: Yeah. Because, obviously, you know, Epic Games is trying to create competition here sort of thing. Uh, They're trying to compete alongside with Steam. And to get their leverage, uh, on top of having, you know, other exclusives on their store, uh, not just, you know, like, the, uh, Telltale's Walking Dead and, you know, some other games that I can't name, because I don't know them, uh, you know, they're like, hey, why don't we bring Rocket League, so, how do we do that? Let's just buy up the studio, because we have all this money from Fortnite, sort of thing, so, um i get what people are saying when it comes to like oh no it's going to be taken off steam this and that i mean if you want it you probably already have it on steam sort of thing but you know for people later down the road that want to play it on pc they're gonna have to use the epic games client which might seem a little you know dumb because you know they have to use like multiple launchers and stuff like that which you know i i i also hate it because you know when i have to load up origin just to play like uh what's it called what's that stupid br game that Oh, apex yes apex when i want to go and play apex i gotta you know launch that obviously or you know uh far cry or whatever so it kind of is like the same thing but kind of not because you know they're taking it off steam and putting it on their client forever so it is what it is honestly um this is epic's way of uh trying to get you know even or even try to get ahead of steam which i think they're years away from doing that but you know this is just one step in their plan hopefully
1: (laughs) yeah so i don't know i kind of hope epic doesn't do more things like this but you know well, they I might. guess we'll, we'll, we'll see because <laughs> they're just buying everything. So
0: coming from the devs of Fortnite, who don't listen to their competitive community and you know what they're doing, moves like this with their money. Yeah,
1: know. it kind of <laughs> speaks to what they what they're doing here. So yeah,
0: what they prioritize especially. Yeah. So all right, so let's get into recent activities. I'll go first, actually. Go ahead. So I've been playing League. Obviously, uh, they released a new update. A uh, patch. This is their biggest patch in a while, so I played a couple games on it. Uh, it's okay. I mean, you know, they they changed scuttle, which is like the uh, crab in the river, from yeah. spawning at two minutes to three fifteen. So what that does is that it forces you to like form a little bit more and not like fight over scuttles like level 2 to like level 3 sort of thing because you know like those fights really turn the game around like early game and it's really dumb when like your jungler just ints for the crab and it's like god damn it bro we didn't have priority in lane neither did our mid and you know so now I think the game will be a little bit more stable but even then I feel like scuttle crab as like a jungle monster sort of thing has been always such a toxic talk- a game element that when they added it in it was sort of just like oh look it puts vision in the uh, river that's cool but you know it's still like it just causes a lot of chaos in the early game so i just really don't like it but you know it is what it is honestly um so and then they buff like tanks uh, in general so that is very good for me but you know it's still leak Um, I think the rank ladder will never be fixed, honestly. Um, (laughs) Just because I've seen, like, challenger players and, like, high, you know, tier players still play with, like, D2, D3 players still. And it's just, like, it's not even just, like, the MMR system at this point. It's sort of, like, the matchmaking sort of thing. So what I think Riot does like behind these the scenes is like they just force you to get into a game with like these quote unquote higher elo players diamond up and like you know just like get you into game as soon as possible just so you could play the game but like with that hap or that just makes the game really like bad you know like game quality game quality is just terrible despite you waiting you know like instead of waiting like three minutes for for a game you know you're waiting, you know, much shorter times just to get into game faster, but you know, game quality is not that great. So, right. Um, honestly, um, I think season nine is kind of like doomed, kind of. But I don't know. I'm obviously still gonna play because you know my goal is to try to you know hit masters, even you know challenger, grandmaster, whatever. Um, but you know, it just it just feels like a lot of games are just coin flippy still. So. Uh, but I play Yoshi's Crafted World, I finished that, I did a review on my channel, uh, the game's good, but, you know, it's sort of like, I think it's a watered down version of Woolly World, maybe it's just because I have very, uh, you know, good memories of Woolly World and I really like that game, but Crafted World, I don't know, um, it has, like, the whole background and foreground mechanic, but I feel like they underutilize it, especially later in the game. Like, they don't use it at all, really. Oh, oh. Um, but, you know, it's still, like, a fun, fine platformer. It it feels very much like a Kirby game as well just because of how easy it is. I, I felt like Woolly World was a lot harder, but that could just, you know, be memories and all that stuff, uh, you know, falsifying those. Uh, then I recently played Days Gone. So I'm pretty sure this game flew under everyone's radar. But, you know, it just came out, like, this past week or something like that. Uh, And it's good. But, you know, um, I'm only, like, three hours in. And the game's, like, 33 hours or something like that. So (laughs) I definitely definitely have a long way to go. Because this is a open world, you know, post-apocalyptic game. And I don't think we've had a lot of those recently. I know, you know, open world games because open like, world games in general you know
1: oh like oh what you mean like post-apocalyptic ones
0: yeah or? so like those kind you know because like most open world games these days are like you know fantasy sort of things or whatever yeah. so one that's like actual like post-apocalyptic you know yeah i do not right. think I can't,
1: I can't think of one
0: <laughs> yeah honestly because like most of those like zombie games are sort of like you know level to level or like you know it's very like uh closed in on like a certain area you know So, uh, days gone. Um, I'm liking it so far, but you know, I do have one big issue with the uh, touchpad. Um, so you could swipe up, down, left, or right to like pull up a menu. And like I didn't realize this but I actually Touched the, the touchpad unintentionally A lot so what will happen is I'm like aiming down sight and then I'll like move My thumb up and then I'll like swipe up And then like the menu will pull up and I'm like I didn't want to do that and then I the aim down sight again Or like I'm running away from like Monsters or whatever and then I You know momentum stops because I Actually pulled up the menu and that's just really annoying um, There's no setting to like turn That off or anything like that I'm not sure If that's just a me problem or what but It's just really dumb Uh, and then the zombies in this game are, like, an actual threat. That is really good, because if there's, like, five of them coming at you, you actually can't, like, kill them all, because, you know, you're low on resources, uh, and all that stuff, because, you know, this is a zombie game sort of thing, uh, and so far, the story is setting itself up still, I think, um, you know, there's a lot going on, so, as a open world game should, you know, there's, like, side missions and story missions and all this other stuff, um, but so far i'm liking it i'm not sure if i could recommend it just yet um but you know it's sort of like a game that i feel like if you've watched the trailers and you're somewhat interested in somewhat interested in it you might like it but i can't fully sell you on the game just yet uh then i watched uh my hero academia two heroes it's the movie that uh you know happened Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it kind of just dropped uh probably like a year ago at this point maybe oh oh, oh, okay so it's it's gonna be oh okay uh i just watched it recently on on blu-ray because uh i didn't see it in theaters i thought it was all right um you know it felt like one big like filler episode but you know it was it was good (laughs)
1: um it it felt like more like the classic dbz movies where it's just like a thing happens and that's it which is kind of yeah. what i expected i didn't expect any like plot important things to happen so it was just fun to watch like you know cool things happen <laughs> i guess yeah. it you know it felt like three episodes strung together but it was it was good i, I liked it it's basically just die hard anime edition <laughs> so <laughs> if you ever watched die hard that's this is what it is but with anime boys so
0: yeah it's pretty good i really did you know enjoy myself with it but you know, at the end of it, it's kind of just like, hey, you know, nothing really mattered, but you know, you get some plot development with certain characters or whatever. So,
2: yeah, yeah, it felt a it, fun movie.
1: It felt a lot like uh early dvz movies, where it's just like this thing happens, that's cool, and then that's it.
2: <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: Um. All right, so I guess I will go now. I, uh, I I didn't play too much, but I still have a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started playing Guild Wars two again. It's been like I played the expansion, the new one when that came out like twenty seventeen. So it's like, it's <laughs> been a while since i played this game, so I'm going to go play it again. And they released a bunch of, like, new story and stuff like that, so I've been playing that. Um, it sucks because apparently they were hit with, like, massive layoffs because, uh, not because of the game specifically, more so that publisher hated they were making, trying to make other projects on the side. So NCSoft, which is ArenaNet's publisher, which is ArenaNet is the one who develops Guild Wars 2, they were just like, hey, focus on Guild Wars 2 because that's what makes you money. Stomaching other things, and then, like, laid off, like, half of the studio, (laughs) so that's really bad, so, I mean, they've been, they've been upping the communication and stuff with Guild Wars 2, because, uh, before that, ArenaNet's very hush-hush about, like, a lot of updates and things like that, and it's kind of annoying, I don't know why developers do that, especially with, like, live service-type games, like, we should know what's happening a lot of the time, instead of just being like, here's a new update, so um mm-hmm. so I'm glad that they're really communicating more since they want people to have faith and not like this game is dead so um but yeah the, of the updates I've been playing uh they've been very like high quality so um I, I don't really see like even like the new update that's coming out post you know layoffs it seems very high quality as well so it seems like Guild Wars 2 is going to be fine it's just like Net as a studio might not be because uh you know you don't want to rely on one game a lot of the time even like yeah. things like riot like you know i know they want to do other things too because just relying on one game is like you know that could be a little bad mm-hmm. <laughs> especially if a game goes under so
0: yeah so my theory with how riot games is so going is that i i genuinely think that there's people addicted to league that and they just can't admit it so oh yeah yes yeah, some people just like play that game like day in day out and just you know just keep playing keep grinding
2: and, and- Yeah,
1: (laughs) like all you need is like a few whales, right? Like all you need like for these games is someone to buy basically everything in the shop, and like, and then you'll be good. Like even having like fifty or something whales out of like how many players play these games. Like as long as you only have a few people buying basically everything in your game store, you're gonna be fine. So I don't see Guild Wars two like really failing. I see MMOs with less still survive. Like things like Star Wars: The Old Republic. I don't know how that game's still going, but still going. (laughs) Like it has a fraction of the player base of Guild Wars. So uh, you know. I'm sure Guild Wars is going to be just fine, so. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, yeah, I've been having a good time with it. You know, it's, it, it's, it was one of the MMOs that really got me into it, too, because, you know, no sub fee. And as someone that was, you know, I didn't have money when this game came out, <laughs> so I bought the game. Like, oh, I could just play it whenever I want. And it's super nice. You know, the game is very play-on-your-own-pace, and I really enjoy that. Yeah. Um. So I've also been, you know, since all the Detective Pikachu stuff and things like that, I've been mm-hmm. in the Pokemon mood. You know, also, like, you know, a reviewer we watch, uh, some call me Johnny, he reviewed Hoenn, and I was like, I feel like playing Hoenn again. So, (laughs) I played Omega Ruby. Since I actually never beat Omega Ruby, because I was very sour on Gen 6 in general, I really didn't like X and Y. So, when I was playing Omega Ruby, I was like, I like this game, it's just like, it's still Gen 6, so I kind of just stopped halfway, and didn't bother playing the rest of it. So, I decided to give it a second chance, you know. Um, Hoenn is... Is a super nostalgia. I wouldn't say it's my favorite generation, but I will say Mm -hmm. it's the one I have the most nostalgia for because it was, like, my first one. Like, Ruby and Sapphire were my first generations of Pokemon. So, um, you know, playing this, you know, it really really does hit you in the nostalgia, you know, like all the music and stuff like that, you know. It doesn't have the trumpets or whatever. It doesn't have the horns, But, like, all the remixes are really nicely done. Um, The game looks really good. I forgot how good, like, the 3DS Pokemon games could look. But it does look really nice, you know. All the Pokemon models look super great. Uh, the The Hoenn region itself looks super nice. Um, overall, I'm, I'm having a great time, you know, uh, and I'm glad to really give it a second chance because I didn't really give it the chance it deserved when it first came out. So, uh-huh. uh, so yeah, I'm having a good time. You know, Hoenn's always been one of my favorite regions just because it's my first. So, yeah, I've been I've been having a good time with it. Um, <laughs> After that, I've been I played a new Smash update, obviously because Joker came out. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't really know the general consensus on Joker. I don't know if he's good or bad because I haven't uh, been paying that much I attention. I think is he I okay?
0: Think, from what I can tell from Smash Twitter, I think he can be, you know, in the top tier, but he's like, you know, on like the bottom of the top tier. And that's good. That. Yeah, he's that's like, you know, good. a very like flashy, you know, sort of character. Honestly. In my opinion, just from what I've seen, I think he's, like, you know, high mid-tier sort of thing.
1: And that's good. I think that's the way they should be placing these, like, DLC characters, not, like, broken, like, Bayonetta, <laughs> Bayonetta. or anything like that.
2: Because,
1: <laughs> you know, I don't want Joker to be bad because, you know, I like Joker because I love Persona 5. But I also don't want him to be, like, broken, busted, like, Bayonetta because that's not fun for anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I think just talking about someone that's super casual, you know, I don't, I don't play competitive Smash you I know, watch sometimes, but... You know, most of his play. I think they did a great job with, like, everything about Joker. From his, like, moveset with uh, his persona. I wish the persona mechanic wasn't just, like, get hit and then arson comes out. I wish it was, like, more like a, a special thing. Like, something different. But, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It's fine. Um, uh, his stage is great. You know, mementos. And, like, it changes color based on what music the game is from. So, from, if it's, like, Persona 5 music, it would be red. If it's, like, Persona 3 music, it'll be blue. And if it's Persona 4 music, it'll be uh, yellow. I think that's, like, super nice. You know, when you win that Joker, you get the special win animation, you know, uh, from when you win a battle in the game. Like, they just did so much, like, detail that they didn't have to do. Uh, that's fantastic. Um, I, I, I just I love it, dude. Um, mm. Also, his spirit <laughs> battle is also really fun, too, since he get a special, like, spirit board. And, you know, all the uh, Phantom Thieves have, like, a cool um, sort of spirit battle. Like each of them have like a persona and things like that in school. Oh, so with the stage builder, I didn't try too much with it, uh, but it does feel awkward if you're not using it handheld, which kind of brings me concerns with Mario Maker because I feel like you're gonna have to play it handheld to make a good stage, because trying to use an analog stick to like draw things sucks, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) So I think, it, and that, again, it brings concerns for Mario Maker because it's like, you're going to have to kind of play it handheld if you want to make a good stage, I feel. But that maybe it's, it could be different in um, Mario Maker, but it felt like that in, in this game specifically, so. yeah. And uh, with the Smash me verse thingy, I, again, like I said before, I think it's a great idea, but I feel like <laughs> the moderation was sorely needed and I'm glad it's here now. And it's really cool to see all the different stages and things like that that people make, you know? Um, you know, seeing a lot of people are really good artists and things like that, and they can make some really nice stages. Like, there was uh, this really cool Tetris stage that was, like, really cool. So mm. um, I, I'm I'm glad that, you know, we're not just getting, like, memes and, like, people are actually trying to make, like, cool <laughs> stages. So, yeah, there, there you go. I, I love Joker. He's great, by the way. So <laughs> yeah, everyone should buy him. He's fun.
2: Okay. And
0: uh, I think that's it. All right so we will see you guys in a couple of weeks from now we will now play the endgame spoiler track with jimmy
1: <laughs> yeah so we we see you over there it's not i'm not really seeing the buy part so i'll see you <laughs> over there
0: hey the guys and welcome to the spoiler discussion of the travis and damien podcast for avengers endgame today we have a special guest jimmy mullen feel free to introduce yourself
3: hey what's going on okay how are you all <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think we're doing good so far. Uh, so we all saw Avengers Endgame. There's going to be a spoiler discussion because there's actually no way to really talk about this movie without discussing spoilers. Batman dies. Indeed. <laughs> so we're just going to go uh, point by point in this Google Doc that I've set up. So first up is Hawkeye's family disappearing. I think pretty much everyone saw this coming. But the yeah. way the <laughs> the way the, yeah, the uh, trailers pretty much gave it away. Yeah, kind of. Uh, the way the Russo brothers did it, I think, was very good. Like, they didn't just show them, like, you know, disappear right in front of uh, Hawkeye's eyes. He, they kind of just disappeared behind him, sort of thing.
1: Yeah, like, it was, like, actually, like, pretty. Like, I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. But I'm, like, oh, that, that was a little morbid. Like, it really shows you the impact of, like, the snap and where, you know, people are just doing their everyday lives and then all of a sudden they're just gone. So, you know. Yeah, I like, could I, just I
3: imagine think... how that would be in the real world. That oh, yeah.
2: Like...
1: Mm-hmm. Um,. <laughs> And I think they really capture that feeling really well. And I think that's really important for, like, the first bit of the movie here, you know? Yeah. Uh, Is there anything else that you guys
2: want uh, uh, to say about
3: the scene? Or? I also like how immediately after they show the Marvel Studios intro and, like, the people that died are just not in the intro. Oh, yeah, But, yeah. like, the backgrounds are. I thought that was Oh, I didn't notice morbid. that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That was something yeah. that I uh. didn't notice at first. Like, first time yeah, seeing it. Yeah,
3: but... I saw it. I was, uh... I was like looking closely, and I'm like, wait a second, isn't Wanda supposed to be there? (laughs) And I was like, oh, wait, no, she's dead. Oh, that's pretty cool. I I didn't even know this. I was like, wow, they actually went that extra mile. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. It's definitely the very... uh, I was
3: expecting the Marvel Studios logo to fade into dust like it did in the first trailer, but it didn't.
0: Yeah, subtle details that they put in there as well. That was very, very cool. Um, And then the entire like beginning sequence before the whole five years later sort of thing so like my thing with that was that that was like something that i don't think anyone saw coming them killing thanos within the first half hour of the movie yeah i didn't didn't
3: see that coming either that was like oh he went for the head though
1: (laughs) 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 i i i also did not expect that um i thought it was gonna be like the whole first like i don't even know like 15-ish minutes probably more than that but like, that first part of the movie, I was just like, oh, wow, they really went for it, huh? You know? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> with, um, you know, bringing Tony back was really quick. And then they, like, talked about it. It was like, hey, we got to get the stones or, or find the stones, you know, unsnap or whatever. Yeah. And find Thanos. Mm-hmm. Just found Thanos and killed him. And there you
2: go. <laughs> yeah.
3: Robert Downey Jr. did a fantastic job in the beginning, though. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. the way he was just, like, you know, the way he, you know, he was suffering. Mm-hmm. that That felt really real. Yeah. To me.
1: Yeah. I, I kind of wish they, they stayed on that just a little longer. Cause, you know, yeah, was, me too. Yeah, because he kind of just felt like he got saved super quickly by uh, uh, Captain Marvel there. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish they went a little more into that, you know, maybe develop more. I wanted
3: to see, like, if they could actually make the journey back. That but, too. I, like, I guess like, what, not, because, you know, they were running out of oxygen.
1: Yeah, because, yeah, they already skipped it to, so it like, oh, you only have one day of oxygen left. And just like, oh, okay. I also kind
3: of <laughs> wish they took the scene from... The, the the Captain Marvel post credit scene actually put it in the movie, like in case people missed out on Captain Marvel. Like I had, I missed it in theaters, mm-hmm. but um, I ended up watching it through other ways, which I'll not discuss. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, <laughs> only because of uh, for for health reasons, I, I wasn't able to go. But uh, that's besides the point. But yeah, um, I feel like they probably could have, uh, you know, made it a bit more lenient as to you know who she is in case people missed out.
0: Yeah, and i guess yeah. this is our opportunity to really talk about captain marvel in this movie so mm-hmm. some people say that she's in it for too little and personally i think that she's in there just enough it obviously is really yeah yeah weird. i agree
3: uh-huh this is more about you know the end game of for these like like tony steve thor like you know these characters like Captain Marvel just came in here, and Kevin Feige said, I think, multiple times that, like, she's probably going to end up being the new face mm-hmm. of the MCU. So give this movie to the people that have been here since the beginning. Let them have their their shine, their final moment, and then move on to Captain Marvel. I think, it, I think it's definitely better that they didn't give her as much time.
2: Yeah.
0: It's also the fact that, like— I think that was a plus. Mm-hmm. It's also the fact that she's, like, super strong. So, like, they had to
2: write. Yeah, yeah,
3: she's like, she's, like, broken as hell. <laughs> yeah.
0: So
1: And, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I get that. Like, cause I think Infinity War did a good job highlighting a lot of the newer people that weren't, like, the original, like, few Avengers. Mm-hmm. Well, this one does a better job at you really, like, you know, showing the original Avengers do all their stuff. So, uh, you know, Captain Marvel's inclusion not being too big, but I thought it was okay. But maybe I would, like, see a little more of her. Because I I also didn't watch Captain Marvel. I didn't get to see it. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of more interested in seeing what she could do. But it's also the fact that, you know, she's, like, super OP and stuff like that. So it's just, like, you can't really have her do too much while, like, just (laughs) breaking everything. So, yeah. Uh, And that kind of goes into why I don't like heroes like her or Superman. Because, like, I don't like super super superheroes. It kind of feels like it defeats the purpose of a lot of things. But I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
3: Yeah. A character like Batman is definitely more impactful than, like. Superman. Oh yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, because
1: you know he's he's just like a Batman's dude, just but, a yeah. guy.
3: Superman's like you know an alien. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah, he's like basically a god. Same thing with like Captain yeah, Marvel, exactly. So. You, you can't really have her do too too much stuff, but she still had some cool moments. So.
0: Yeah, and I really did like on how they introduced her in the movie. You know, sort of like saving Tony and that entire thing. Yeah. Uh, then we get the five year five years later. I mean, when I first saw the uh, five thing i was like it's gotta be years right like there's no ways like five days five months you know sort of thing it's gotta be five years um and ant-man coming back uh so it also
3: looks like none of the characters have aged at all <laughs> within five years yeah i thought that was weird <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean besides thor he just he just gained weight that was yeah. really it, and longer hair he's back to the long hair
0: mm-hmm. i guess we could talk about thor and like hulk yeah we'll, yeah we'll,
3: we'll talk about ant-man first though.
0: yeah so Ant-Man, um, I really liked him in this movie just because oh, yeah, they
3: actually, like, went
0: the angle of, like, he's actually smart, but he's a dumbass as well. So, you know, yeah. he, he was the punchline of a lot of the jokes, but at the same time, he's the reason why they came up with the idea of using the uh, quantum realm to go back in time and do all this time travel And it stuff. worked. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, thank uh, you,
3: thank you, Stuart Little, for saving yeah. us.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. This is like rat. one rat.
1: Yep.
3: Yeah.
2: This is
1: one rat. If, if that rat then just like wasn't there. It I saw.
3: I that. I forgot if it. Was, I think it was a YouTube video. Someone was. Uh, I think it was like a spoiler review. I forgot who it was, but like they were saying how you know maybe in those other fourteen million six hundred. Uh, you know.
0: <laughs> possibilities.
3: Uh, other possibilities. Yeah uh maybe the rat just like didn't press the right buttons mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> yeah so and, like, in like this one instance mm. it actually ended up happening yeah
0: because of that whole like that was... plot set up with the whole 14 million possibilities thing some people yeah. think that you know it's kind of like a cop out in terms of like how this entire movie plays out but come on yeah i guess
1: it's it's, it's a superhero yeah, movie, you, so can't a movie. you can't seriously. take it that seriously People, yeah, people nitpick
3: too much and i'm mm-hmm. just like can you calm down
1: <laughs> yeah like it is just a superhero movie at the end of the day you know so yeah it's gonna like, happen anyway you gotta move the plot
3: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: well I, I, again i can nitpick more about like the whole like you know, I'm pretty sure like it would be total anarchy if like half the population was gone. Like I don't think we will like there'll be like any cities. <laughs> but whatever. Like, you know, they don't really touch too we much mean, on like. Things all look that. really empty. So they, um, they look yeah. empty, but I, I wouldn't I would expect it to be like full chaos where like, yeah. no like like governments basically are like they're like very dysfunctional. But you know, that that's like besides the point. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um like, you know, again you can nitpick all these other things, but you know whatever. Basically Ant Man comes out and he's like you know when he was stuck in the quantum realm which was in the end of ant man the wasp when you know all his buddies got dusted and he was stuck in there Yep. you know they explained that you know he's, he said he was in there for like five hours but it was like five years mm-hmm. that's, so that's insane got, though like yeah. could
3: you imagine that like five years just like go by that you missed and then your daughter's like five years older she's yeah, like that has to be weird <laughs> she's like a tween and you're like what happened
0: <laughs> yeah that was definitely very It's very a, cool. she
3: looks like an entirely different person.
0: Yeah, it's almost like they recast her again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh so the Hulk and Thor change up in this movie. Um I'm pretty sure we all got audience reactions of Hulk especially Thor's change in this movie.
3: Um my the Thor change in like when they walked into his apartment in his little home. That was hilarious. Yes, that oh, was. Oh yeah. Was I, I can't deny that. Very that, that was funny.
0: funny. Um but you know, these changes obviously happened a lot within the MCU, and this is just another one on top of it. And, you know, Fat Thor and the whole Hulk-Bruce thing, I'm fine with it. It's definitely very jarring at first, but it's kind of just like, ah. Uh,
3: yeah, I I kind of forgot that it was in a lot of promotional stuff, and then I saw it, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a thing. And then I was a little, a little weirded out, but I got used to it as the movie went on. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just kind of wish... The Hulk would come out like one more time, like besides the time travel stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I felt the same way. I felt like Hulk. Like to
3: fight Thanos at the end or something.
1: Yeah. I, I that would have been awesome. He would get like a rematch with Thanos, you know, since the first Infinity. Yeah. This guy's butt kicked, so.
3: Can't get everything that we want, though.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I just feel like Hulk in general is always generally underused a little bit, because again, he is pretty strong. But uh, Well, then
3: again, Universal probably has to do with that. <laughs> they oh, want to uh, that the Hulk too. As, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Legal stuff.
0: What Would you guys think about the uh, Fortnite cameo? <laughs> that
1: it was very funny. I, I mean, mean like <laughs> if it wasn't
3: five years later, then it would probably make more sense because I, I feel like Fortnite's on its last legs at this point.
1: <laughs> oh but, yeah, but, but
3: mean, that's yeah, and also because I mean, I could see it because of the whole Fortnite Avengers crossover. I saw something like about that on Twitter. Yeah, but, yeah. Like I don't, I don't really play Fortnite, but I know about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, that was that's probably the reason it was even in there in the first place.
1: It was very jarring to see him. I just yeah, Fortnite, like huh? people are still <laughs>
3: playing Fortnite like that in 2023.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Like assuming he's not dead by that point. I'm like, oh well. <laughs> that was just a funny little moment. But yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, it was also good to see those those two from Ragnarok again. Uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, oh yeah, and and, yeah is great. <laughs> yeah, I think
3: it was he is a genius.
1: Yep, very good. He is definitely a genius at that.
0: Uh, Tony's daughter Morgan, I think that yeah. she was just adorable and cute. And all that good stuff.
3: Yeah, I, mean, I love you three thousand. Y- oh,
2: yeah, <laughs> <my God. laughs> it, it was
1: very.
3: I love that. It was very. That made great. me so happy.
1: Um, and it really did put a cool, like, sort of thing with Tony. Was like, you know, if you go back in time or whatever, and all this stuff, like, you know, you might not have what you have now or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, that. added, like kind of a cool dynamic there. If you want to, uh, like fix all this stuff or not, mm-hmm. um. And also a Hawkeye, you know, he's just all he's all mad, you know. He has no family anymore, so he's just like hunting down like, like a bunch of like gangsters and stuff from like Japan. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, that <laughs> like, right. that
0: entire scene when Hawkeye was in Japan was definitely very cool, or Tokyo to be exact.
2: Yeah, Tokyo. I was
3: really hoping they they throw in a omayo <laughs> Oh, or something. I,
1: that would have I been was funnier. very confused for a second because I'm like, what, what's happening here? And I'm like, oh, it's Hawkeye.
3: <laughs> I was waiting for someone to yell Nani, but it didn't happen.
0: Yeah, that was that was a very needed scene to, you know, bring Hawkeye back on the team. But also show the effects of what the snap did to him, you know?
3: Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, it, it was just interesting, like, during, you know, the whole five-year skip, you know, it was cool to see, like, how all the characters, like, developed and Thanos stuff like that. Thanos snapped away
3: the sides of his hair, it's tragic.
1: <laughs> yeah, he yeah, took a haircut, too. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was interesting to see all these characters develop, you know, after the snap and stuff like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we finally get into the uh, time traveling antics. So uh, I didn't know exactly what they were trying to do at first. But and then when I saw that they were actually going back in time to the other movies, I was like, oh, OK, this is what they're doing sort of
2: thing. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It was a- I mean,
3: it was hinted at in like set photos. But what? like, you know, and then we saw like the, the time traveling things on their hands, like the devices. And I'm like, wait, what's that? And then <laughs> I guess a lot of the theories were right.
1: Yeah. yeah i mean at first i thought they were going to like space or something which i guess they did but you know yeah like, they did that but yeah like... but like you know i thought like those seats were for space not time travel, So i didn't i didn't know right and i kind of guessed they were going to go back in time anyway but yeah i, I didn't know it was going to be like this so mm-hmm.
0: like them actually oh. going back to the movies and all that stuff and,
1: and i think it's kind of cool that uh you know it's kind of rewards people who like watch the other movies and stuff like that so, oh, i remember that mm-hmm. i remember this so i think i think that was a cool way to like reward people who, like, caught up with all the movies. Well, not all of them, but, you know, for, like, some of the movies mm-hmm. uh, up to this point. So,
0: And uh, in the entire, like, first Avengers, like, sequence, we get one of the many great Captain Captain America moments where he does the Hail Hydra thing. That, yes. was, just, that was incredible. <laughs> yeah. It was really good. That was, that was so good. Mm-hmm. Just because <laughs> it also calls back to Winter Soldier, but on top of that, it, like, references. Uh, I
3: was really hoping there'd be another fight. Oh yeah, elevator. Mm-hmm. I was. But just the fact that it didn't, and he we just went and said hail Hydra was yeah so satisfying. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. He was he was definitely using his brains and not his muscles this time. But it did look like they were setting up another elevator fight scene, but that didn't happen.
3: That's what they wanted you to think.
0: Exactly, um, but yeah, the whole hail Hydra thing references winter soldier but at the same time it you know calls back to i think a more recent run of the captain america uh, comics where you know at the end of the first mm-hmm. issue he does say hell hydra and everyone was freaking yeah. out about that on the internet when oh that yeah happened. That,
3: that caused the whole thing on twitter <laughs>
0: yeah that was a while ago and then loki taking the tesseract so i'm yeah, pretty sure disney everyone knows that that's the disney plus thing yeah.
1: yeah i wonder <laughs> how
3: that's gonna go yeah, yeah because i think someone did say that it was like a prequel thing but now that we see this in Endgame, i can understand that's probably what they're talking about Mm -hmm. but i guess they couldn't say exactly
1: yeah yeah uh uh, and then we get because okay go on yeah (laughs) i'm just gonna say like you know also shows that you know this loki i mean i know he was always kind of evil even towards like infinity war but uh you know with this one's like full-on like avengers won loki and he kind of just stole the thing so yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with the uh with the disney plus show
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and then uh moving on to uh, the first guardians of the galaxy movie i think that roadie in this entire like sequence was just hilarious
2: oh yeah
0: <laughs> yeah roadie was great <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah.
1: I, I really love the scene where uh just knock out quill when he was oh yeah that was really good
0: so he's an idiot
1: yeah this is really That's good pretty much it
0: <laughs> yep he is he is an idiot uh and then nebula so like what do you guys think about like the whole like this is how thanos finds out sort yeah, of thing I,
1: so i feel like this was just their way to basically say so the, you know the current thanos from infinity War is just dead you know guys head chopped off so now this is their way to say, like catching up this thanos like of all the things that happen so it's like it it, it doesn't really matter but in my mind, it's still like, this isn't really that same Thanos that went through all that stuff from Infinity War. So, in the end, it kind of feels less satisfying when they do, you know, dust him. But it, it still didn't really matter to hear at the moment. Like, when I was watching the movie, I was still like, you know, I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. But as I thought about it more, I'm like, yeah, there wasn't really our Thanos. So it was just like, he didn't really do anything yet. So
3: Yeah, that Thanos Gamora was still alive and he didn't really have all that regret or like, yeah. you know. So, he was exactly, still just yeah. an evil guy.
1: Yeah. 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 Like he, he, felt like a lot less. Like. Yeah,
3: that was kind of yeah. disappointing, but I still love the movie overall. It didn't really bother me too much.
1: Oh yeah, me me either. Like you know, it didn't really bother me when I was watching it. It was just more after the fact where I was like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that was a little weird, but you know, I kind of get it, get it. So it's yeah. all good.
0: Uh, then uh, them going to nowhere, I believe, a Black Widow yeah. and Hawkeye, and those two just happened to. Uh, be the ones to get the soul stone so like what if it was like you know obviously the other team war machine and uh nebula, nebula. yeah what why should
3: it think? be like you know scott and, and bruce They're like <laughs> oh i mean i just met you yeah you know, you're you're pretty cool i don't really hate you or you know i don't love you or anything <laughs> <laughs> so that definitely
0: was a marvel coincidence which is what people have been coining sort of
3: but i didn't mind it i mean I, like, when I saw them going to Vormir, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, it, and, and in my mind, I'm like, it's probably going to end up being Black Widow because Black Widow has had such, you know, more of an impact mm-hmm. than, like, you know, Hawkeye ever did because, you know, Hawkeye has a family. not really doesn't have much. Yeah. other yeah. yeah. so, so, like, Avengers, you know, so. I, c- I can see why it happened. Mm-hmm. But like you know, it's still sad. Yeah, it definitely yeah. sucks. Uh, I mean, I mean now I guess we had, we really understand why the Black Widow movie is gonna be a prequel because you know she's yeah, dead.
1: Was, there's that. Got a brain brain splattered on the frickin' <laughs> concrete. Uh, I mean, I didn't. I, I mean, obviously when they went to that, you know, to get the.
3: That's one of the fire, most gory things I've ever seen in an MCU movie. Yeah,
1: it was. It was pretty. Like I mean, they did it with a Gamora too. But I don't know why this one felt a little worse.
3: Probably because she's a human.
1: Yeah, a human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I didn't expect like obviously once they got there i knew that someone was gonna die there but uh going into the movie i like the last person i expected to i was like black widow i was just like oh okay yeah <laughs> i guess she's dead
0: because everyone um, like had these theories about you know tony stark or captain america going but yeah first one to go was
1: black widow yeah that, that one kind of got me by surprise mm-hmm.
0: so. uh we forgot to mention about hulk getting the time stone um I really oh, yeah. like the way that they actually explain time travel in that sequence, like for this movie <laughs> in particular. So Bruce was like, "We're just gonna have to put the stones back afterwards," which is, you know, kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah, because you know, if you just take stones from that reality or whatever, then they're just screwed. So it's just like, "All right, we'll, we'll give you it back as soon as we're done with them." Mm-hmm. So,
0: especially since you know, time travel as a plot device is definitely very confusing at times and can be, you know, very yeah, divisive.
1: Yeah, because the way they explained in this one was, like, it's not, like, time isn't linear or whatever. It's, like, they make, like, a different, like, shoot of time or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's why like when Nebula, like, killed herself later, she didn't, like, die because it doesn't work like that in this.
3: So. Yeah, because they said Back to the Future is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
1: they definitely said exactly.
0: shit a lot throughout this movie, which yeah, I did yeah, not Yeah, mind. a lot
3: more than I thought they would because <laughs> it's PG-13.
0: America's well, maybe Maybe
3: they have, like, you know, lenience because it's, like, a longer movie maybe they're allowed
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> you had to double the how many times you could say shit <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: i really uh going back to the first avengers thing we also skipped upon captain america versus captain america that was oh, good yeah.
1: it was america's ass dude yeah america's
0: ass mm-hmm.
3: they said that a lot too <laughs> yeah they said the a word it's a no-no
0: that was definitely a very funny sequence because steve at this point he's been through so much he's like yeah I know, whatever, you know.
1: Yeah, he was such a Boy Scout in like the beginning, you know. He was like, I'm so sick of this dude.
0: Yeah. And then uh, they actually go back to Thor, too, because, you know, that's where one of
3: the stones are.
1: Yeah, the reality one. Mm
2: hmm.
3: And uh, that's what I hate about the fact that, you know, the movie's, like, so boring, but then, like, you know, it's one of the most important ones. So you <laughs> kinda have to watch it.
0: Unfortunately, but. It's um, just the way it is. Mm-hmm. It's how it be. And then when Thor gets like, caught by his mother, I'm like, oh, okay. So th- this is pretty much why he's here. He He's not here to help Rocket. Like, Rocket, obviously, he did it all on his own to get the stone. But Thor cool. was there to, you know, develop his character and actually, you know, talk to his mom one last time. I just time. wish
3: they would have shown Jane Foster a bit more. But I guess I could see why because, you know, Natalie Portman. Yeah, But, I mean, she was at the premiere, so I guess it's, like, no hard feelings.
0: Yeah. We don't know the full story behind, you know, exactly how she feels. No one's ever
3: really come out and been like, yeah, this is what happened. (laughs) (laughs) What happened was.
0: I'm pretty sure she realized that, hey, this movie's probably going to make a lot of money, and they're probably going to do it with or without me, so might as well, right? Sort of thing. Yeah. And then uh, him getting Mjolnir back was definitely a very cool moment. Oh yeah, so he kind of just took it away from that yeah. Thor. So I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> don't know what's gonna happen to that Thor in that timeline, but you know what? Oh, don't worry it really about it.
1: At the end, uh, Captain America he took the the hammer back. Oh yeah, and he, went he back definitely
0: town, so. returned it. I hope. Yeah, <laughs> and then Captain America and Iron Man going back to the '70s because the whole Loki thing, and i don't think i noticed it at first but they actually go back to the day when tony stark was born which is why tony knew roughly what day you know the stone and or the tesseract and the pin particles would be at sort of thing Mm. yeah
3: yeah yeah. what'd you guys thought that was a nice touch
0: Mm -hmm. that was definitely a nice touch what'd you guys think about the uh, stan lee cameo that
1: it was really quick. I, I thought it was gonna be like. A, yeah, a I thought it was one. gonna
3: be a bit longer, but I mean, I guess they filmed it like way before he passed, so they yeah. had like they weren't like expecting him to. So,
1: yeah, I I wasn't like yeah, I didn't expect it to be longer because you know obviously they're not gonna know if he dies or not. I just thought it was gonna yeah. be longer just because yeah. it was like the end. You I know? mean,
3: the Captain Marvel one, I'm pretty sure was uh was long was like more impactful. I think actually no, I think that's because Captain Marvel was filmed after Endgame.
1: I I still think the Spider Verse one was like the most heartbreaking one. Oh know yes, it. Like because if it like after he dies, like yeah, old dude.
0: it's because I think but, that yeah. one was like the most recent, or like yeah. the second most recent movie. I think it was first like the Deadpool like Christmas movie or whatever, and then yeah. afterwards it was into the Spider Verse. But I thought it was you know fine. Um, I actually didn't get any applause the first two times I saw it, but the, the third time my my theater was just up in arms, clapping. Yeah.
1: So. I mean I, I I noticed it yeah, but yeah. yeah. It was very quick so. mm-hmm.
0: but and um that whole, whole time travel sequence oh. yeah go on <laughs> yeah
1: with uh you know when tony stark met his dad you know it was a pretty clever way to like discuss like the similar issues they were facing like the whole family and stuff like that
2: mm-hmm. you know yeah
1: so i, I thought i really cool
3: could have come up with a better name though yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was
0: i mean yeah. he didn't want to say tony because then you know that might have changed
3: Right, that. yeah. I could see why he didn't say Tony, but, like... He was like, I oh,
0: screwed Howard, and then
3: it's like, oh... He could have made a <laughs> reference. <laughs> Maybe. Howard Potts.
0: Yep. it's <laughs> exactly the name he came Took up with. Took his
3: wife's last name and his dad's first name and just put them together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I think laughs> Couldn't say out. Stark, it's so... Like, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But...
0: And then we get to uh, the part where the Hulk does the snap. So, like, some people are... A little bit, like, I guess, complaining about on how, like, Tony Stark could, like, create, like, a gauntlet when, like, before it had to be, like, this, like, specific place
1: to do it sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I know that, too. They could too. have gone
3: back to that place and been, like, make me a make gauntlet. Make a new one? <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I guess it's because, you know, when, when Thanos had the Infinity Gauntlet, he was able to use all the power, you know, all the stones, like, like just, like, blast them with the power one to use the reality one. This one they didn't really do that. They kind of just do it for the snap. Because they weren't
3: they, they weren't really intending on using it for yeah, anything else. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I felt
1: like it didn't feel like it was necessary to do that whole yeah. thing. So I mean, th- that's you my gotta give
3: props to Stark. You know, his technology was able to hold him. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
0: That's my thing. I'm like, well, at this point, Tony Stark should be smart enough and have the technology to do it. You know, it's like 2023 or something like that. So, you know, technology is literally advancing every single day. So at that point. Probably make a gauntlet to hold the Infinity Stones, I would, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, because when when you know when they used it, it was like dying or every, so for one snap. So, mm-hmm. like even the Infinity Gauntlet, like but when Thanos used it twice, it was already like infused with his arms. So yeah, they like, can't really take that many snaps, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but the evil Nemula from twenty fourteen or whatever brought Thanos yeah. into twenty twenty three. Uh, personally after like rewatching it like the second and then during the third time i was like how does she know exactly on how this machine works sort of thing but
1: uh probably because she watched it through other nebulas thingy yeah I probably I, I mean I, I get, you can probably explain yeah. it all like how do they know is by that one <laughs>
0: obviously point. more and more point. and more nitpicking i'm coming up with but yeah. it's whatever honestly <laughs> uh and then so, the whole like yeah. third act was just insane right
1: Oh, yeah, when, like, the final battle. When, so you beautiful. Know.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. When uh, so, uh, Thor gets yeah. Mjolnir and his axe or whatever.
3: Axe, yeah. Stormbreaker. Having both of them was, like, really cool to me. Yeah, definitely. Because I, I didn't think he was going to get Mjolnir back. But then I realized, oh, wait, they can just go back in time and get it.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: it was awesome seeing, like, dual wield them. That, that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And
0: then when Captain America finally got the hammer, that was just that was
3: the fuck yes moment of the whole. Yeah, movie. That, <laughs> yeah. that was very I, good. I almost stood up. I was like, just <laughs> <I was, laughs> like that made me so happy.
1: Just the way he was that like, was like the comboing thing it. In the whole movie. It was so good. He yeah. like throw in and hit it with the shield I mean, with the hammer and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm.
0: So good. Yeah. That's definitely like the one moment during my three viewings i was just like i just can't wait to go and watch this moment again because like <laughs> that is just like the most badass thing like you know like leading up to everything within the mcu and that's just that's just a very iconic moment now so
1: yeah, yeah it, it was it was really good <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and then when the uh snapped came back you know obviously the hulk did it but you know it took them a while to you know get everyone together and find a way exactly how to get there so that was very very cool. Another callback to Winter Soldier on your left, from mm-hmm. Sam. So I really, really like you know the whole fan service sort of thing that they went for during this entire sequence. There was, there's literally just so many things throughout this sequence with the whole hey Queens, uh, freaking Black Panther calling, uh, Hawkeye Clint because you know in a Civil War or whatever. So
2: yeah,
1: oh yeah.
0: But yeah. Black Panther's entrance was just so so badass. I didn't
3: realize that one at first, but uh, I thought about it afterwards. I'm like, oh yeah, the I, the whole I'm Clint, I don't care thing. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that was definitely very very cool. And then Spider Man, of course, my favorite superhero, reuniting with Tony Stark and him just being like, yeah. you know, we we got dusted or whatever. And now it's like five years later. Whoa! So, you know, still Peter Parker.
3: <laughs> I was I I almost cried when Spider Man came back on. That was. That was so amazing. Yeah.
1: It was very good. I, I do like the relationship. That's so like, Tony... much. Spider Man! <laughs> yeah. Felt like I, like I always get like that. Yeah. I love Spider Man. Yeah. But um, I, I still like how much Tony really cared about Peter. Like, he basically did all of this just to get him back, too. Because I guess he felt like it was his responsibility for getting him into all of this anyway. So yeah, he felt like, really yeah, guilty. Yeah. like, you know,
3: his son he never
1: had. Yeah, yeah pretty basically. much. He's basically his son at this point. So he treated yeah, him was, like his own kid. So. <laughs> yeah it was really nice to uh to see them get reunited there
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and then uh pepper in the iron man suit which was teased earlier in the movie with morgan that was very cool yeah
3: her suit was super cool i saw i saw an ad on twitter like on the marvel i think it was on the avengers twitter like like a critics uh reviews of like the movie Mm -hmm. they showed clips of the final battle including pepper in the suit I don't like, know why they did that. And, they, they, <laughs> and ironically, they put hashtag don't spoil the end game in the tweet, and then everyone's replying to it saying hashtag don't spoil the end Oh, no, <laughs> like no. You spoiled your own movie. Yeah. Come on, Marvel. I actually saw uh,
0: one tweet that was like, uh, Tony Stark died heartbreak emoji hashtag don't spoil the endgame I was like bro really <laughs> <laughs> I was like are you serious are you really Give the, the biggest uh, like, biggest spoiler don't spoil that's it that's incredible <laughs> you really like this dumb or whatever
3: Oh, I, today someone in one of my classes um, like came in and he was like yelling like yo yo how come like Pepper was in like the Iron Man suit like he was like yelling a bunch of like you talked about how like yo how could how come he just gave it to, to gave the shield to Falcon and he was just like yelling about all this stuff and then someone else in the class hadn't seen the movie yet
2: oh, and shit. like
3: and and like i guess like he did not care like he was just yelling a bunch of shit and then like like she walks in walks in the other room but right before she does she goes to the door she's like you guys are assholes and <laughs> <walk> <laughs> the door. And i'm like I would oh be my god yeah, and then i yelled me. i think i yelled batman dies but like you know <laughs> Yeah,
0: some people are just really inconsiderate when it comes to, like, spoiling movies. Like, obviously, there's those out there, which I know those people that are just, like, I don't give a shit about spoilers. I'm going to see it either way. But, you know, for me personally, if I knew anything, like, you know, Captain America being worthy, uh, the whole Hulk and Thor thing, I I honestly would have been kind of upset. But, you know, afterwards, I would have been, like, whatever. Last year,
3: I got spoiled with Infinity War. I scrolled, like, too far down when I was
1: watching a video. Oh, no. And, like, yeah, the, that's, that's the worst comment Gamora
3: dude. dies, Spider-Man turns into dust. No. And I was, like, "Oh, Dude,
1: it's, like, Infinity War. Please dude, don't
3: not... let this be true. And then I watched the movie.
2: Yeah, if you didn't watch Infinity like, War, I it. God damn night,
1: it. Yeah, you were so screwed, dude. I'm so happy I watched Infinity War, like, opening night. Because I was just, like, if you didn't, it was just memed on so hard. Dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With so. the whole dusting thing. Like, yeah. yeah just...
3: I got my tickets, like, last month. Couldn't so. control themselves, but. yeah.
0: Uh, the whole like shot with the woman of the MCU I thought was very cool, just because. That's pretty cool.
1: That was a I mean, lot. I'm like, I like oh, yeah, in
3: Infinity War. But yeah, it was, yeah, was the fight
1: game. with uh, Scarlet Witch, right? No, she wasn't there, was it? Yeah. Right. In, oh, what was it? I, I can't remember. It was like Black Widow. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Infinity
3: War was like a Koye, Black Widow, and Scarlet Witch. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And, and this one was everyone. It <laughs> <This laughs> was literally just on. everyone else. Shuri <laughs> and Mantis and.
1: wasps and stuff yeah i'm like
0: oh man that's a lot and then when uh dr strange was like one two iron man obviously so like
1: signaling ant-man to go yeah
0: (laughs) the uh parallels between like iron man and thanos is obviously like very clear um and like in this movie specifically like Thanos knew what happened like he knew what the future was but Iron Man obviously he asked Strange is this the one we win and then he's like if I tell you it's not gonna happen which is true in a way yeah because like if he told him like look you're gonna like sacrifice yourself he obviously would have hesitated because you know he has a kid he has a wife right all this stuff so the fact that you know Dr. Strange knew there was one you know one one reality where he actually told him what happened and then it was like oh shit we actually don't win so Right, but him doing the snap was obviously very, very cool, and him dying in the process of doing it, I think, makes sense because I think if he didn't, that kind of would have been like, huh? So like, Hulk almost died, but Tony Stark doesn't.
1: Hulk, like you know, he's a big boy, and then when he used it, like you know, he was like, (laughs) he got, he got scarred really bad. So I imagine just a regular human using it would just be gone. So he's just
3: a man. He's 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 gonna die. Mm -hmm. Yeah
2: but actually I,
3: someone in my school had a theory that was basically the same thing as what happened except it was like a little wrong it was like tony stark is going to make a gauntlet with the infinity stones and snap everyone back like his theory was that tony was going to be the one to snap everyone back and then it was going to be too powerful and he dies to, and like sacrifices himself like it was it was almost completely correct <laughs> yeah <laughs> half right yeah.
0: yeah yeah it's pretty close but
3: and i was like no way you actually <laughs> it. and then i went to him on monday i'm like did you see it and he's like no yet not yet I'm like, all, right, all, right, all right i was like right, I, say anything now. I was gonna be like
0: dude you were
1: almost right <laughs> Half
0: right
1: yeah
0: that's pretty much what i've been saying to like people that have been asking me about the movie i'm like i'm not gonna spoil it for you even if you ask me i'm not gonna do it so because i don't want other people to hear you know because i don't want a customer yeah. to like jump me i don't want to be responsible <laughs> exactly exactly yeah
1: because i was so like even when i left the theater like, i didn't say anything to my brother until we were in the car because I, yeah. like, I don't want anyone to like hate me mm-hmm. <laughs> while talking oh, yeah. about it, just oh wondering. yeah
3: i i was talking to one of my friends like like because we had like he was also watching it at the same time i really hope no one heard me but i was like uh, and i was like yo now i know what what's happening with black widow in her movie <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> i hope no one heard me
0: <laughs> it wasn't that big of a spoiler but as, yeah but um the whole like ending sequence with like the funeral did you guys know that that was the kid from Iron Man 3 yeah, I, yeah. I did not I did
3: not. Know. <laughs> at first I was I was like wait who's that and then I was like oh that's the kid from Iron Man 3
1: <laughs> you see like I, I, they brought him yeah. back
3: I thought that was so cool I'll
0: let Damien go first
1: I, I was just gonna say cause I turned to my brother I'm like who the hell is that <laughs> <laughs> like, am I supposed to know who you are and I watch Iron Man 3 in theaters so I'm like who are you mm-hmm. I'm like oh that's what that you was She like
0: Despite Iron Man three being my favorite, I did not know that that was the kid because I was like, "Oh wait, it's like five years later as well." You know that <laughs> sort of thing that they set up after the end of the first act. So I was like, "Oh okay." And
3: I guess he didn't die, so like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: or he was brought back. Who knows? Oh yeah, well <laughs> it
3: had been a bit. Of, it had been a while since Iron Man three at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, like five years. Mm-hmm. It's like ten years.
0: So but Captain America going back putting the stones back and then having his life with peggy that moment in the uh, 70s like time heist or whatever that was awesome you know when he sees peggy and he's kind of like tempted to like talk to her but he doesn't which is one of the reasons why i think that he was finally worthy to wield the hammer but Mm -hmm. um when he hands it off to falcon being the next captain america i just wonder on how that'll play out because throughout the mcu so far i think the falc like falcon as a character is has been okay um in most of the movies he's sort of like you know a jokester sort of like a goofball sort of thing so i don't know how seriously he'll be taken as captain america um some people say that bucky should have been captain america obviously there is like comics of bucky being captain america but within the context of the mcu when this guy was a terrorist at some point yeah you know,
1: yeah <laughs>
3: so yeah you do you're, you're, you really want him in the spotlight? After, you know, <laughs> also, whether, obviously obviously he was under my control, but like they don't not know everyone that. in the public knows that, yeah mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Hydra's files were released to the public, but really, you know, this man killed a lot of people, yeah,
2: you know,
1: like I also feel like he just doesn't want to fight anymore, like Bucky's just like,, yeah, I'm kind of done with that, like you know mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want to fight anymore. I don't want to be Captain America <laughs> yeah, he's like so
3: much. Exactly, like that dude so went through way through so much too much.
1: Trauma. Yeah, so I, I think giving it to Falcon was a better move because, like, you know, you're probably still gonna do stuff here. Be, be Captain America, be Captain Falcon. Mm-hmm. There you go. Also,
0: <laughs> how is the uh, <laughs> Disney Plus show gonna go? Because it's Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, oh yeah, there you go. Wonder okay. how I that's gonna target. play out.
1: Get buddy cop movie. <laughs> buddy
0: cop
3: change the title
0: or captain maybe america. it'll just be you know the falcon trying to figure out on how he wants to be portrayed as captain america sort of thing who knows
1: yeah i guess we'll have to figure it out um i, I heard some people didn't like the captain america ending i, I don't know why I, I was hearing some things about that i'm like why I'm <laughs> I, like
3: very, I
1: thought it was very impactful uh, yeah, yeah me too i, I thought I it, think was it was like he deserved it dude Like mm-hmm. he, like you know he went through life you know he saved humanity a lot yeah. yeah, just let him like be in his own time. He's been through a lot. Damn, he's, like,
3: he's about like two hundred years old when he's like talking. Exactly, to, talking to Sam at the end of the movie. I'm like, all right, so now he looks old. <laughs> yeah, he's like two hundred something. He's almost two hundred.
1: He lived like two lives. So. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. More than that. Yeah.
3: So,
0: uh, potential negatives. I got some down here. Uh, besides Captain Marvel's sort of inclusion. Uh Thanos not as strong as a villain in Endgame. I kind of agree with that, but that's because of how the movie was set up. Also, it's it's how the MCU set up, if you know what I'm saying. You know, like yeah. It you need to watch like these movies in order and like have context of Infinity War to understand Thanos' character as a whole. So, I don't mind his, you know, character in this one specifically just because it's mainly about the, the 2014 Thanos we're talking yeah, about he, here. He
3: didn't see Gamora die or anything like that. He didn't, mm-hmm. you know.
0: He didn't have the uh, hardships of actually collecting all of Loki the stones yet. Mm-hmm.
3: He was he didn't decimate Xandar. He was just, you know, he was still just an evil guy. Yeah. He hasn't yeah. gone through all that craziness.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I basically hear that. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, they're kind of just hoping you're just you know th- just just think of him the Infinity War Thanos and he'll be fine <laughs> that's basically what they're trying to say but obviously it's not because you know they killed him off
3: But yeah he's you know, dead
1: yeah they chopped his head off he died <laughs> twice oh yeah, yeah Thanos died twice in this uh, Rest in peace dude
0: that was definitely you know <laughs> very interesting <laughs> so yeah but um, you know the other Marvel coincidences that I mentioned earlier with Black Widow and Hawkeye the entire Nebula situation I would say because that was you know I think that was literally their only way of really getting Thanos in, back into the plot after killing him, so, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, Cap living his life, um, and then going back in time again to, you know, talk to Falcon and hand off the shield.
2: Yeah, at that
3: time, Nebula was still, like, really loyal to Thanos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I guess it's understandable, but
0: overall uh personally when it comes to like my ranking of the MCU movies where where does endgame stand right now it's it's sitting at the top i would say just because of how much fan service and you know i think that this type of fan service was done right i don't think it was like blatantly in there just to have it in there sort of thing it was placed uh very precisely with care and with love and uh i applaud the russo brothers once again for creating such a awesome movie uh yeah
1: they did a
3: fantastic I- job they deserve a break they really do. <laughs> they make they they actually started up their own studio. But that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they got. I think and apparently they might be splitting up too. Like doing their own things.
1: And I, I think you that's know. good. Like I think if you work on like, like a I'm pretty sure everyone
3: wants them now.
1: Yeah. Like if, if you work on a series of movies, like you know, it has to be fun to work with like Marvel and all these stuff. But you know, I'm pretty sure you want to break from all this. Same thing with the actors. Like you know, they don't want to be like these characters forever. So it's good that they're everyone starting to do their own thing now after mm-hmm. Endgame. So. Like, imagine, um,
3: like, one of them just directing both of these movies.
1: Yeah, I know. That, that'd be...
3: Yeah. Like, it was mm-hmm. it was two guys, like, doing it together. did <laughs> a fantastic job.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But, yeah, I guess, uh, overall, I kind of share your opinion there, Travis. Like, I also think... It's just, like, I I was going into this movie, like, being ready to be just a little disappointed. Because I'm like, there's no way they could, like, have ten years of build-up be worth it in the end. And mm-hmm. then it does. Like, you know, like, I was very surprised that it ended up being a very good movie and it wrapped up a lot of the character stories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um like so so well. Like I was just I was just really surprised they managed to pull this off. And I think that's just like something a lot of people are, are appreciating too. Even if you're not a fan of like Marvel movies or anything like that. You could just appreciate that being able to deliver on like ten years worth of hype is just like beyond impressive. Like I is it's crazy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Your final thoughts, Jimmy?
3: I loved it. It was fantastic. It's so good. <laughs> uh, right now, I think it's at my top, but I might have to watch it again. Yeah. Well, obviously, because I want to watch it again, but like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just to make uh, sure. I gotta, I'm getting the Blu-ray as soon as it comes out. Oh, big shame. Uh Actually... When I when I ordered my Infinity War one, I ordered like the Blu-ray, but they sent me the 4K one. <laughs> Ooh, so good job. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't complaining. I got it. I got it for cheaper.
0: That's true. That's true.
3: Yeah. So, um, I loved it. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, I think they did a fantastic job, like wrapping up a lot of characters. I'm really curious to see how the Disney Plus shows are gonna go now, mm-hmm. especially like the WandaVision one, because you know, Vision was like nowhere to be seen in this movie. Yeah. So, I'm really wondering. Yeah. Also, I, uh, the the Loki one looks really interesting. Yeah, yeah. It,
1: it's just going to be interesting what they do afterward.
3: Because it's not like he's they're changing the future or anything. Like, it's an alternate reality at that point. Yeah. So, you know, they're really doing that kind of stuff now.
0: At this point, yeah. it's kind of just like, what's next?
3: They could make a bunch of shows out of, like, alternate realities. And now they're doing this What If animated show, too. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm.
0: Wonder so how I'm really Guardians, curious to see how that's going to go. Guardians 3 with Thor. Yeah, yo, I'm hyped for that. <laughs> Same. Just I because, hope that's the case. Yeah, just because, you know, I think Chris Hemsworth said in, like, a recent interview that he's willing to play this character for as long as Disney slash Marvel wants him to. So. Well, that's good. <laughs> I just hope that, you know, in Guardians 3, we do get Thor in it. I think
3: Chris Evans said he's going to, I think he wants to be a director. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. So that'll be yeah, he's
0: done cool but is there anything else you guys would like to add because i think i'm all
1: tapped out <laughs> uh no i think i think we just about yeah i think, I think we're good.
0: good all right so thank you guys for listening to the travis and damien podcast episode nine and we will see you guys in a couple weeks
1: see ya
3: thanks for having me <laughs>